0: What it is and what it do, this is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I am Lawrence G. That is Joey Burnham. Um, My brother and I would like to send our condolences to the family of Alton Sterling and Philando Castile and the officers in Dallas that were shot. Um, It's been a hell of a time in America. Uh, It's been a hell of a time for black folks. Um right now the best thing that we can do is come together and quite frankly not let the BS divide us. Um if you've been listening to the show and keeping up with the show uh you know that this episode uh was supposed to be the final episode for the good kid theory. Um we barring anything crazy happening we will finish that next week but uh we had to take a serious note this time um what we've done is um we got a police officer in the studio an active police officer who will remain nameless because uh he has already been given specific instructions from his department not to talk not even on social media so he's really sticking his neck out to come and talk to us What you're going to hear is a standpoint From a police officer's perspective On a lot of different situations So yeah uh, This is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show Um Yeah This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show Is brought to you by BadMagics.com BadMagics.com More than just the online journal Or clothing line Badmagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. Badmagics.com. Shout out to the magic man. Badmagics.com. Defenders of the true school.
1: Mr. Copper, Mr. Copper, can we speak? How many niggas do you be down in a week? And do you get a kick when you beat a nigga down with that motherfucking stick
0: so you can suck What it is and what it do, this is Lawrence G, and this is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. Uh it's Joey Burnham over there. Yeah, what's up, Joey Burnham in the building? Uh this past week, man, um I I, I want to say black people, but I'm going to take a step above that, and I'm going to say Americans. Americans. Uh, We've been through a lot, man. Um, Starting on July 5th Mm -hmm. with the shooting of Alton Sterling. Uh, I know that everybody has seen that video. Um, For me personally, I kind of feel like that was the most brutal video I've ever seen. I've seen the uh Mike Brown video. I've seen the um Freddie Gray video. The Alton Sterling video and the Philando Castile video. Uh they really take the cake for me. Uh so this this show right here, man, um we're gonna um really just sit down and, and have a conversation. And uh, if you have been listening to the show, we've been talking about the good kid theory. This was supposed to be, uh, episode 10 was supposed to be part three of that. We will continue that next week. Uh, times right now call for something a little bit more serious. Um, I got a, a personal friend of mine um, who actually hit me up on social media and uh, had a lot to say about the situation. And wanted to uh you know come on the show and share his piece now, this individual is a current acting active police officer um he's already been instructed by his precinct not to really you know especially go on social media and talk about these situations, so I really just appreciate him for really sticking his neck out and coming on the show and talking with us. We' not be we won't be saying his name, yeah, he's speaking anonymously he's so. speaking anonymous, anonymously anonymously. Won't be saying his name, won't be telling you what beat he uh, patrols, won't be telling you any of that. Just know that this guy is the real deal, and uh, just for today's sake of the show, you might re- hear me or my brother refer to him as Officer Grown-Up. You know, we call all our fan base Grown-Ups, so this is Officer Grown-Up, and uh, what I'm gonna do now is just turn the mic over to him and just introduce Officer Grown-Up. Officer Grown-Up, what's going on, man? What's, going, what's good, man? What's up, man? um I just want to say I appreciate you coming too bro because last night you know like you I was tossing and turning but uh yeah my heart was just ripped to pieces about Alton Sterling and Falando Castillo and the shootings in, the Dallas. Shooting in Dallas so man yeah I, I really was depressed about that shit. this is I haven't been this depressed since I probably say Trayvon Martin was the last right, time I right. was this depressed. So this show feels real important to me, and I appreciate you coming out, man. Real talk.
1: This is a very unique opportunity for you know me because of the fact that every time something like this happens, right, like, everybody get the citizens' perspective, right, and you know, and that's perfectly fine. But nobody never asks somebody that's doing it, hey, yeah. you know, uh, you know, let me get your view on what's right. going on and. My thing, what I want to do here today is, you know, I want to let everybody know that first and foremost, you know, we need, the, poli- the police and the community, they need each other. Like, right. we're gonna need each other now more than ever. But what one thing I want to really stress to people is that, the police need the community. I mean, because, you know, we can't operate without the community, without the trust. It's just like a a marriage, so to speak. Right, right. And, you know, and my thing of it is, you know, me personally, I'm a humble guy. And you know I've seen a lot in my time that has made me humble, and I don't you know think that I'm above the law of anything here. Hey, they shit me off, and hey, you'll never hear from me again. Right, right. So my thing, my biggest thing is that you know first and foremost, I take people's lives serious because I take my own life serious. Because right, like right. when I go to work, you know I look at these people as man, these are like my family. You know I got like every time I deal with a a, a young lady, I think about my sister. Because my sister, you know, some of this stuff that they're going through, my sister is going through it. So I look at when I try to talk to them, I try to talk to them as if like, hey, I'm talking to my little sister. So, again, you know, I take what I do very serious because it's a serious job. I mean, you know, this this game is, is serious. I mean, people are, like I said, people are losing their lives. And it's, you know, on both sides, on, bo- on both sides, it's gotten to the point where it's gotten to a point where now that, you know, I, I, I always fear is people no longer want justice. They want revenge. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And, you know, and my thing of it is, is that, you know, it's it's I kind of feel like almost like something bigger is about to happen if we don't really sit down and OK, back up, you know, like what's really going on, because like not only what happened in Madden Rouge, Minnesota, and Dallas. First and foremost, we, you know, we had to understand, like, I really want, I guess, I really want to get to those people, talk to those people that are clueless about why people feel the way that they feel.
0: Okay. And before we get into that, I just want to give people a little bit of background as much as we can without completely giving right. you away. Um, how long have you been with the Force? Uh, six years. Six years. Um, what made you want to become a police officer?
1: It is is it's, it's kind of weird. I remember uh, a few years ago, my mother, uh, her car broke down. Uh, they were uh, they were coming from out of town, and uh, her car had broke down, and they were waiting on the record. While they were waiting on the uh, the record to come, you know, my mother was approached by some officers, and my mother ain't one to really exaggerate things, but she you know she said her experience wasn't. A pleasant experience you know you know they were yeah. kind of you know what you doing here you know how can you afford this kind of car you know uh where you're working yada 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 she um uh, my stepdad wind up coming to pick her up and i think they went to like the uh atm machine or something to get some money or something when she came back the window was busted Wow. now i'm not saying that wow. those officers did that Because, you know, it was late night, you know, city street, you know, people do walk the street. But, you know, it it left my mother, you know, feeling some kind of way. And I was just kind of like, then, you know, I wonder how many other people that might have, like, felt that way and have experienced that. And I was just like, you know what, damn it. Call me crazy, but that's when that light went off. Hey, I want to pursue a a career in law enforcement. And, you know, I've uh, had so many people that have really came up to me and have told me their horror story. And it, it's something that every, you know, every day I think about like, man, you know, I hope I'm not doing it. I've you know, even doing times like this, I've got nothing but like love and support from like and believe it or not, where I work here, you know, you wouldn't even think that. Like, man, hey, I'm praying for you. I had like the other day hug me, and you know, man, I think about you every day and and, and so I mean my thing of it is is that man, what we what we gotta get back to is serve more than anything because whether people like it or not, that's what we're doing. Right, and serving, right, serving. And, and taking a and really taking a serving serious, you know. Because sometimes we can have this attitude, like you have your chest wall, like man, I don't need these people. I'm a cop. I right, got guns. I, I got know, a know, I, You job. know, I mean, yeah. you are like Cartman said, you know, respect my authority. Right. Some right, people right. can kind of get drunk off that. and that's dangerous. They you get know, and power drunk. And my thing of it is that you know, I'm 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 firmly against any kind of abuse of any kind of power. I don't care if you're a police officer, you're the pastor, uh, the president, the mayor, because we need checks and balances. Right, right, right. And I think right now, and I'm not going. And again, my thing is I'm not bashing the profession, but I think that you know we need to really stop and really examine what we're doing right. And what we're doing wrong, like I was telling you on the phone, like you know, don't be a mindless drone. Right. They told me I can do this. I can do it. That I think to me, people people had this thing, this misconception, where they feel like they the police they can do anything. If anything, I feel restricted because yeah. you know, like right now with the show, you can't really go into, hey, I'm so and so, so and so, and not only that, it's man, it's so much stuff that go on with people. Man, if I could, I get them money out my pocket. That, hey, you know, because. People are hurting, right? Like right. you know, all across, you know, where I work it, they're hurting, and you know, and people look for me for solutions, and sometimes it can be a big letdown because you know it's like, like I'm gonna give you an example. Um, I got a call about a guy, him and his wife was they're going through a custody issue. He he got court order saying that he get the child on the weekends, Friday from six p.m. to Sunday six p.m. We get there, she don't wanna, you know, honor the court order. And me being a younger officer thinking that, hey, I can go in that house and get that child. But thank God for your old heads, you know, that been, you know, been in the game. And, hey, you know, just because he got a court order, you can't remove children.
0: Right, right. Because
1: right. I, and he saved me from a possible a civil lawsuit yeah. because it right. was a civil matter. And just, yeah, he has a court order, true enough, or But what he's going to have to do when he goes back to court, he's going to have to tell that to get that police report. Judge, I came. To get get my boy. She wouldn't let me do, and that judge can hold her in, in contempt of court. And you know, my thing of it was, man, when I told dude I couldn't remove the child, I seen the tears running down. because like, he mm. really wanted to be? He was going through a lot. Right,
0: right. And I
1: kind of felt like kind of felt helpless. Yeah, like a failure Like man, my man yeah. called me to to rectify this situation, and all I can tell him is that you know. Yeah, you got this piece of paper from the judge, but you know, we can't right. I can't just go in there kicking the door. And then I like I told him too, you know, you don't want that child to have that image.
0: Right. It well let around. me uh and, and I hate to cut you off, brother, but let me go back to what you said about your mother. Were those police officers white when they when you think the window was bust out? Were she they-
1: said that one of them was, was white and the other one was black. Yeah. And she was saying that, you know, the the guy that was asking the majority of the question was the white officer. Right. And she was just trying to figure out, you know, like, you know, I'm a woman. I'm in this car. I got my flashes on. You can tell my vehicle. I think it was like a flat tire and maybe something mechanical. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why else would I be out here? But she just, and she was just saying, like, she couldn't, you know, understand, like, you know, man, like, what was this dude' problem? Like she said, the way he kind of, like, approached me is if, like, he had, like, beef with me. Right, right. And she was just like, I didn't quite understand it. And my thing, and I tell people, you know, whenever, if I encounter a partner getting out of that, that's when, okay, I tell you what, bro, you fall back, let me talk to him. Because, you know, I mean, like, she was just, like, my mother, man, she, you know, what she does, you know, she knows, you know, she doesn't have, like, a a, a per effort. She didn't let that situation, like, bother her. But, you know, you have so many people out there that will that will forever shape their view of police.
0: Right. I'm glad you said view of police because um, what I want to do before we get any deep into this conversation, man. I know. Um. I I know a lot of people want to hear your reaction for it. Um. I want to talk about the uh the Alton Sterling right. situation. Um. From a police officer standpoint, right. You saw and the let's, video. Let's let's catch people up right quick. I hate to cut you off. But yeah. Yeah. Let's catch people up right quick. Um, In Baton Rouge, for those of you who may not know, it's been all over the news. So in Baton Rouge, Alton Sterling, 37 years old, was arrested, uh, wrestled to the ground, restrained, shot and killed by officers Blaine Salamani and Howie Lake II in front of a convenience store. Earlier that day, an eyewitness called police stating Sterling had threatened someone with a gun. Police yelled he's got a gun while he was restrained on the ground. And... Uh, They fired multiple shots into Alton Sterling's chest. Um, This happened in Baton Rouge. And, like, he was going to ask you, and obviously you've seen the footage, right?
1: Well, I've seen, you know, like, when it first went viral, I saw it, and then I was kind of like – I kind of had this thing when whenever stuff like that happens, I tend to kind of – I'm not saying ignore it, but I don't, like – keep watching it because at the it's end of the, because at the end of the day whether it was justified or not somebody lost their life right. on camera and you know if forever the family is going you know people can they can see that mm-hmm. so it's kind of like one of those things that well you know the thing with those videos I say it this right here you know they're good and bad right they're good because you know if like back in the day when you know people just like you know I talked to a lot of older people And, again, they tell me their police horror stories, And it tend to back, like in, say, the 80s, it fell on deaf ears. Now with that video, it's a game changer. It keeps everybody on a level playing field. Right, right. So, you know, my thing of it is I look at the videos for training – because, so it, it's, you know, what to do and what not oh, okay. to Okay,
0: so you look at it for training. People. Yeah, I look, so. at it
1: because, I look at it, you know, because you know what, you know, hey, because I, I like to talk about, speak on my experience because I, I really try not to.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and ask you to speak. First and foremost, people, he is not speaking for all police officers. Exactly. He is speaking for... From his own perspective And he's got Obviously he's got a lot to say It's kind of hard to slow him down But he's got a lot to say And that's what I wanted to say At the beginning of the show That the views and opinions Of this show today And this conversation Don't necessarily represent All officers Or all black Americans Right he's not speaking For all black Americans And all officers He's speaking from his own perspective And what I was going to say As an officer Procedure wise What did you see happen In that video? Well
1: I'm going to tell you like from my experiences let's say with cd me me personally
0: say that like, phrase again
1: see i call him cd mean you know hustle man you know oh, okay, man. okay yeah that, okay. Yeah, that you know, yeah, was yeah, yeah you, it, name, it, it the cd man he was the because, cd man yeah again, i didn't i
0: didn't catch that part that's why i actually said you know, because again he, he's sitting in front of the convenience let me paint this picture for you he, he's sitting in he's in front of the convenience store earlier that day Someone said he had a gun. They called 911. The police responded to that. And they're in front of a convenience store, two police officers. They wrestle him to the ground. They restrain him. One of them yells, shots fired. And they put four. He's got a gun. Yeah, shots fired. He's got a gun. He's got a gun. And the officers put four or five shots in Alton Sterling's chest. I don't know at this point, and I haven't heard anything on the news at this point. I'm not sure if he did or didn't have a gun. So I was going to. The to first, that. the I was first scenario, if if he you go did further, have a gun, before you go further, let me speak to that. The reason I saw an interview where he he where he um, was cool with the store manager. The store manager knew what he was doing. He had permission right. from the store manager to be out in front of the store selling CDs. Yes, he did. Um, now the reason he had the gun. From what the store manager said, it's because they were robbing people and they were robbing other CD men in the community. So he got that gun to protect himself. Now keep in mind that um, New Orleans is also an open carry state. Okay. So, so he definitely had a gun. So he definitely had a gun, more than like. Well, I'm not going to use the word definitely, but he had a gun. More than likely. More than likely, to protect himself. And as as I don't know New Orleans laws, but he he. He had open. It was open carriage state. Okay. So, in my opinion, if it's open carriage you know a person has a gun, then you know.
1: And I, I want to uh, touch on that also about the you know open carry. Uh, what should have happened? And my, my thing with CD men is this. You know, like I said, man, honestly, you know, I've never had a problem with them because I know the, the 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 corner store in the hood is like like almost like the mall, right? Like you know, everything is popping at the corner store. You got your good corner stores, and you got your bad. Majority of them, man, you know, they're pretty good. Me, personally, and I'm just speaking from my personal view. i that's not speaking all from we that, want. You know, that's all we want. My thing of it is, like, I've had gotten calls about, you know, I had a dude one time, uh, he called about, he wanted, like, a Southern Smoke CD or something right. like that. And he wasn't satisfied with the quality. So, you know. You do
0: know you buy a bootleg CD, right?
1: Exactly. Uh, (laughs) And I explained that to him. Uh, But anyway, he didn't like the quality of the CD. So, now all of a sudden, you want to start telling. He got, you know, bootleg movies, this, that, and the other, yada, 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 yada. Keep in mind, I know this, but I'm not concerned with it. It's like so much other stuff that is going on that needs my attention. Right, right. So, I go over there. I talked to the CD man. I said, look, man, because cause dude really, you know, dude, this is what dude wanted. He wanted either another CD or his money bank. Right. So then, you know, after a while, when he was just like, man, I just want another CD. He, I want that same CD but better quality.
0: Right, right.
1: The CD man told him, well, hey, you know, I tell you what, you know, because the CD man does, he was, I think he was like, download them off the internet. Right, right, right. And he was like, I tell you what, right now, I don't got my computer on but, you know, I go home, bro, I come out here like three times a week. And that time I see you, I get you that and three more CDs. Right. So he was like, he was going to fix the situation, but at the time he just couldn't. Right. But my man wasn't satisfied with it. So I told him, I said, man, look, CD man, go on ahead, jetpack just go leave. You know, he out here causing commotion. Daughter, All right, cool. Man hopped in the truck, he left man still satisfied. He went up there, complained, you know, police up there, they they get CD from you, and next thing you know, roll call, hey, y'all can't talk to CD man no more. Wow. You know, and my thing over it, like, a lot of these situations, man, and like I said, and it's situations that I've dealt with, you know, man, it, it's, man, look, hey, soon they see you come pulling up, hey, bro, i the league leave.
0: Right, oh, right. You,
1: you've done my job for me so and, and, and it's a such thing man sometimes and i've been like i said being a younger officer and i was guilty of it of doing too much right. making it you know when it doesn't have to be that you know and, and you
0: gotta learn your swag too you yeah. brand new at it it's like one thing about it that i always especially when i tell my daughter you know i got a 14 year old daughter i'm always telling her look if you don't know you don't know right exactly you know what i'm saying you at, at some point in your life Especially when you going into something new, you actually have to be okay with not knowing, so that you can learn. You got to open up that space so you can learn. Exactly. And you coming in as a rookie, it's kind you of, don't
1: know. It's kind of like this you know. You got to like, figure.
0: Out, you got to. You got to figure out your move. Well, let of, me it, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. In that situation with Alton Sterling, what would be the proper protocol?
1: Honestly, it, this, this would. Or is it situational? With that situation like that. And, you know, a lot of it depends on the officer's skill, And what I mean by that, say your fight skill. I mean, some people aren't as nice with their wrestle game or their fight game as up. So us.
0: they have to resort to guns. So, right.
1: well, I'm not going to say resort to guns. You have tools on your belt. Like right. I said, you have mace. Okay. You have a taser. You have non-lethal options. Okay, okay. And my thing of it is, if you, in that case, like I had a situation with a kid like that on the ground, wouldn't, hey, dry stun him with a taser. Once he got dry done, oh, oh man, hey, I don't want to feel that no more. Right. My man, hurry up and, and comply. So, so do it, you
0: think they should have tased me personally, Alton Sterling and stuff. I think him?
1: You know, my thing of it is the longer you let those kind of things go on. The worse it gets. The worse it can get. So you have to be able to, once you go hands-on, you got to be able to neutralize that handle that situation like that because the longer you let it go on, because you don't know, like I said, you don't know this dude, you know, his stamina. You don't right. know his fight skills. You don't know if he going to shoot. You know what I'm saying? so, you, you know, I feel like, you know, that's why I tell people, man, and I just don't go around zapping people with that taser, but that taser and that mace can be your best friend. Yeah. Use your
0: tools on your belt. Right. No non-lethal tools. So, in your professional opinion, in your professional opinion, is it if someone has a gun or if you think someone has a gun, would shooting them be or not be justified if you think they have a gun?
1: Well, th- th- this from like from what I've encountered, most of the people that I've dealt with with guns, oh, they have a gun. It wouldn't no, I think he might have one. Like right. I've, you know, my thing of it is, like I said again, it, it comes down to like the individual officer's skill, right? Like you know, like and everybody again and, and
0: talking skill and and, and and
1: right, his skill might he might be better at. Talking to people than I am, mm-hmm. he, I might be better at fighting than he is. report right. He might so it just you know it just depends on the individual officer skill. My thing of it is with situations like that, I try to go ahead and get them in cuffs as quickly as before it gets to that. Right, moment. you right. see what I'm saying? Because like I said, you know whether you, I've spoke with officers that have taken someone's life while on a, in in the line of duty, and it was clear hey, a clear-cut one of them with clear-cut shootout dude robbing the store get the hey couldn't fight right there in the parking lot right kills the dude it man that dude talking to that man and looking at his eyes it's like when that dude died that day a part of him died too right so it's not something he was glorying the fight because it's like man you know nobody really never gets into their job thinking that man yeah they want to kill i'm gonna kill somebody i'm gonna kill had to somebody kill, because I know I've have spoken with people like citizens that have defend had, had to defend them that defend themselves with a gun, and they be terrified because it, man it man it can be a hundred witnesses out there. Man, this dude was out here trying to shoot him, but he had to shoot and kill this man. And they and it, it can be a it can be a terrifying experience. So you know I, I I'm blessed that I, I thank God every day that I've had I had at least personally ten situations. Well, things could have got bad for both of us. Right. I thank God for training, but I thank God for, you know, you know protection. Because, man, you know, once you cross that line, I don't care what type of individual you are, you know, you will never be the same. That's why I don't see how people get out here in the street and got four or five bodies on them and just walk the streets like, ain't nothing wrong with them. Man, to me, some – Something wrong with you, Something bro. ain't right. So, you murder. know, and, and, and my thing of it is, like, you know, uh, again, you know, I don't wake up in the morning like, man, today going to be that day. But at the same time, and I tell people this, whether it's right or wrong, you're making life and death decisions in seconds. Right, And, right. you know, like, some people can – some people brain can process things better than others. Like, we got this thing, like, it's called a fax machine, but it, the fax is abbreviated for something else. Basically, it's kind of like a live video game, so to speak, but it kind of puts you in like these kind of like real world environments. Okay. Like, uh,
0: like a simulation. Right. A real life simulation. Like
1: uh, one uh, scenario in particular that always kind of me and the instructor always get into it about. Scenario involving you're in the school. Like you're walking down the school hallway, kids, you know, I think class just let out. And all of a sudden, pop, 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 pop. Man, game time. So, now you're trying to – now it's an active shooter. So, you're looking, trying to find, you know, for one, making sure everybody running, that they safe, at the same time making sure that the shooter ain't blended in with them. Right. Once you find him, you go in the classroom. It's a dude – one dude's on the floor, still alive. The other dude has a bat. And you're telling this dude to drop the bat. Well, dude ain't dropping the bat. So – Basically, you know, you have to shoot him. Because if he swings back, you only use deadly force to prevent death and prevent bodily injury. Serious bodily bodily injury to yourself and others. That's the only time when deadly
0: force is... Right, okay, so now that you're speaking about training. When you're in training and they give you this belt and they're telling you about all these tools. I know that each one comes with a certification. Right. What we're seeing on the videos is guns being the first resort exactly that's what we're saying I, is that that cannot and be I'll, part I'll, of training what is the first what is the first step you encounter and, a uh, let me give you the scenario so that we can be clear about it right you approach a person who actually has his weapon out and his intent is to shoot what is the first step
1: it goes back again to what i said about ski it's like when somebody getting somebody to get up on them. I'm hey, hit the barn to fight. So right. it's like, you know, and, and to me, <laughs> my thing of it is, man, you know, I tell people like this, if your fight game ain't where, where you think it need to be, you need to be doing you some training. Right, right. Because, man, I, 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 and I tell people this because, you know, I, it, it's like, it's areas I know I'm weak in. Right. From when I started, I've gotten a whole lot better, but I still need to, I'm, I feel like I haven't reached my ceiling. Right. So I'm constantly, you know, I'm on that computer, you know, hey, what is training? I'm, I'm trying to, man, I'm, I'm trying to go because it's just, you know, is getting better at your craft. I, I, I see. I, this is what I see, you know, with a lot of with some of these shootings or whatever. Sometimes, you know, people tactically are putting themselves in bad situations, right? To where they have to resort to that. Like I'm, uh, and I'm probably gonna take a lot of, you know, flack for these. But I, I, this is a perfect example. Take my right situation. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, you got a call about a young man in a park pointing gun, a gun at people. Cool. I understand that. You have to investigate it. I don't care if they tell me, man, Shaq out there in the park with a gun. Time and distance is everything. I'm not going to just roll up to this man and because, okay, once you rolled up on him, you're to be cautious. Right. Once you rolled up on him and you see the gun. You don't know if it's that BB gun, if it's real or not. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. and I have to do that. That's why I tell people, tactically, that whoever was driving put whoever that shot that kid in a bad position, tactically. Right. You know, like, I'm not going for one. Another thing I've learned, too, over the years. That made the
0: situation escalate.
1: Right. Another thing I've learned, too, over the years, when I get calls and I pull up, just sit back and, and analyze things for a beat. Like, watch the people's, you know, like, if people outside, watch their body language. Watch how they're reacting to stuff. Because a lot of times, that can help you make better decisions also. Don't just roll up, man, and just, y'all did some Hollywood type stuff. Right. Man, sit back and, you know.
0: Oh, we cussing this show. You can find off. You seem like you're holding you back. Know, Don't hold
1: back. Let, you know, like, let me, you know, let me sit back and just peep, you know, what's going on first before, you know, I just. Run up to something. Man, sit, you got, you know, sit back and watch stuff. Just like like with my corner stores. You know, I sit in the car and I just, you know, sometimes just peep what's going on, how they reacting to it. We get that call all the time, man. So-and-so, so-and-so, bring me with a gun. Let me sit back. Let me watch. Again, I'm not – I want to be very careful with my, my words. right, right. Because right. I know, understand, you know, I had a situation yesterday – I was talking to a young lady and I was trying to explain to her something and she got real heated because she got really she got she got really emotional. I understand I wasn't trying to be offensive, but I understand this is a very hot button topic.
0: Well, let me, so, let me let me let me say it to you like this. You're in a room with two people that want the truth. You're in a room for those of you that don't know, I'm pretty sure you know by now this show was pre-recorded. Right. So any anger it's gonna be after effect ain't nobody in this right. room in the front I, what bro whatever you want to say whatever you need to get off your chest get it off your chest my, my, this is the space to do it my, and what i hear you saying is it's very difficult to be a police officer it, no spe- matter what race you are
1: especially man you know in times like this it really is because what's going on now citizens of police everybody is up here because of what happened in dallas because, like, seeing that unfold, man, when I, I saw that video, how that dude was, like, uh, his his movements were very fluid. And I was, like, man, this ain't no your typical street dude with no rifle. This dude is ready, practicing for this day. And, you know, when they found out, you know, and I found out he was in the military, I was, like, well, that, you know, kind of explains it. Because, I you know, and people was, you know, was, like, going in all on social media, but I was just, like, you know, it's nothing new. I mean, because, like, I remember uh, I it was, uh, I think it was watching Dateline. Right. And um, uh, they were talking about, they did a story about uh how, you know, you got neo-Nazis infiltrating the armed forces. Like, they're telling their members to go join the military and come back and use that. Yeah, to bring those skills bring back. Bring those skills back. It was, was just, like, the same party. thing with, uh, with, like, Crips and Bloods.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were,
1: so it, it's nothing new. But at the same time, it was like, wow, you know, we dealing with a whole these ain't the times that we're living in. You
0: You're dealing with super thugs. You're you ain't dealing with, with you dealing
1: with these dudes are smart, right? So and, and you know, very and, tactical, and, very and, smart, and, and they're and they have you know, they don't they don't give a damn. They don't have rules. Well, we still kind of do. Like and I, and like I was telling the lady, um, I you know, I love you know now at times like this, I love talking to people because I learn so much.
0: Well, is it? Do you feel like a separation between you being a young black man and also being a police officer? Is it kind of like a Superman, Clark Kent type of situation? It's it's,
1: it's almost, man, kind of similar to that, but, but, you know.
0: Like two different personalities.
1: It's kind of like, you know, like uh, like this week, man, you know, I've seen some things on social media from people that I really had a lot of respect for on both sides, whether you pro-police or you anti-police and it's just man like you know it just feels like this country is on the on the verge of like really some 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 serious stuff about the uh pop off my thing of it is, is that like i said we're be, i think we're past the point of demanding justice for, but what well, people are are, are are past that point and it's now we want revenge and you know my thing of it is is that you know uh it's it's scary, man. I mean, the job has always been dangerous, but now it's well, all- when you
0: have situations like this going on, it heightens that here is what we have to here is what we have to look at. and Here is what we have to think about: Black people have a historic, long standing problem with the police. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Black or white, because exactly. let's not act like okay. As much as we run into problems with black police. I mean, I'm sorry, it must be one of the problems with white police. You got those black police officers that will go the extra mile, and, and a lot of times will outdo the white police officer in their low down is, and the sad thing about it is what I'm hating right now is that all police are getting lumped into this category. The reason why I felt it was more, it was very important for you to come into this room and talk is because it's clear you're one of the good police. Yeah, At
1: the same time, though, and what's going on and what I'm seeing, all police get me. Right. Because you exactly. know, because it's like I've had people get on there, man, people I know that were celebrating those officers' deaths. Wow. And I was kinda like, well, damn, you know, you wish death upon me. No, friend, no, I ain't, but man, you know, how can you know, I can't, you know, that just I can't separate myself from them. I don't know what type of officers those guys were. But I mean, you know, my thing of it is is that that's why I say, man, you know, I've been a firm believer in checks and balances for many years. Like, you know, and, and my thing you can't have you can't have one group of people with all this power and feeling like they can go unchecked,
0: period. Well, let me hit you with this right quick, because um, as I'm sitting here talking to you and I'm listening to you talk, what I'm it's it's apparent you're an African American man and you're a police officer. Right. Um, your views are completely different. From white police officers Especially the white police officers Who are going into these communities And shooting black men right. And a lot of people Will point that out First and foremost Yeah but you black You get it You understand it So my question to you is As a black police officer um, How do you bridge that gap Between the community And the white police officers
1: The thing is that You know if I like, like I was saying earlier You know If I see somebody I'm going to give you an example I had got a call. I, I had I got a, a, one of my old beats. It was a income based apartment. They can. It, it was a hot spot because the apartment, the neighborhood overall were older people. Mm-hmm. They were retired. But that apartment was like I was like man, if we didn't have that apartment there, I would not get no calls in that neighborhood. Right. right. Like ninety eight percent of the call volume went to that apartment complex. Wow. Majority of the people in that complex. I look at like man you know they're good people but certain circumstances put them there they're trying to get out they're trying to get out of that hole i had i got a call one day about a burglary that occurred though the young lady spoke with me and she said that uh i got some information on who i might think broke in my apartment it might be the, the the guy that lives upstairs from me. the apartment complex already had implemented like security you know they had hired like a security company these folks were like based out of ohio So, I don't know if the, like, actual security guards were from Ohio or they would, like, hire him, you know. Because sometimes people would, like, contract local security companies here. It was this uh, this white kid, he knew nothing about the area. He said, like, his brother was a a police officer in, like, another city. But he didn't know nothing. So, he couldn't give him any kind of, like, intel. But he was, like, he wanted to be a police officer. Well, when he got there, and the thing about... The thing about black folks in the summertime in apartments, every day like a cookout. Right. right Everybody right. going to be outside. You're going to have folks talking loud, playing cards, barbecuing, listening to music. Yeah. So, because I grew up in an apartment complex. So, yeah. every day was like a block party. To this kid, it was like, kind of like that taste spell kid when he was like, you know, he would be dressed up at the, little, at the newsport, like, my God. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. I mean, like, you know, he never, he never saw that before. Right, right. So, I'm up there, I'm investigating the burger.
0: Gathering of Negroes frightened them. <laughs> right. Basically. Yeah. So, right.
1: you know, he he was kind of, my man was like going losing his mind. And I was like, man, I'm gonna tell you something. If you say you want to be in law enforcement, you gotta get used to working in communities like these. Like, you know, if I don't know which department you're trying to go to or which city, but if you're going if you want to be in law enforcement, you're gonna have to get used to working in those kind of
0: communities. And that's why a lot of this violence is happening because the perpetrators, yeah, the perpetrators go into these communities and they're so disconnected from the people because they don't see their reflection in those people. Yeah, because if you're a white cop in a black community, you have no idea what the function of a CD man is. Exactly. You know, I'm saying you're going to a first of all. See, when we say CD man. Black folks already that's a, that's a know. Term. Okay, that's a polite term. We know you bootlegging, but hey, you got you, we know, the, you, you know you 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 know you got the new uh, the Kevin hope. Gates exactly. for the low, and you know you got right along too, and you got the two for. Th- one deal yeah, going on, exactly. and we know it's bootlegging. But hey, we finna get it because you know we in the hood. We yeah, we want to have some fun yeah. too. Right. But but a white police officer who does not understand that community comes into this. So he is connected. looking at so many different things wrong. One, you bootlegging CDs. Two, you don't have a permit for being out here on the street. Yeah, exactly. Three, <laughs> and you have black officers that do the same thing. Because yeah. I, I don't. To wanna me, unless you to me unless you're a black officer who just is not from the area and and I don't know you, you
1: you encounter that too. I mean like some people like I'm I, like I know I know some white guys, man, they they kinda of put me to say I'm like, man, this dude more hood than I am. I mean, you know, because but they but also when I talk to them and you understand their background, they've came from like cities that have maybe been, say predominantly black. Right. So, you know, you can't you know, they you know, I, I talked to a dude in one class, you know, He lived in Detroit. right? Like, you know, he lived in, like, you know, he didn't, like, in the 70s. Like, his folks didn't, they didn't move. Right. This is a white guy? Yeah. He was like, bro, we, hey, it's our city, man. We ain't going to the suburbs. Right. So, he, you know, growing up in Detroit in the 80s and 90s, you know, he still was like, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, yeah, I understand I'm a Caucasian male, but I can, you know, he worked in the inner city. Right. So he knew so he's used to. He so was he's used not to. sheltered. It wasn't like this big culture shock, and he was just like, you know what, you know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And, and people get like, I was like, man, this dude mo, you know, this dude probably maybe blacker than me. You know what, <laughs> right, what I'm saying? I right. mean, so but Gotta he going check you your know, black card. Right, you know, he <laughs> but he got it. You know what I'm saying? And the thing that
0: And that made him a better police officer. And it Ford.
1: did, because he, you know, he knew the lingo. Yeah. He knew all that. It. So it was just like, you know, when people try to like run game on. Like man dude i'm from detroit like i kind of almost like eminem eminem was a police officer that'd be him wow that's what made him a good cop cop, mine is the drug problem of course right 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 you know what i'm saying but But he but but, and
0: and even he's got his see what we what you what you're dealing with and what I'm, i'm listening to you talk and i hear what you're dealing with is initial reaction everything is based off of that first reaction everything so even if you got this white guy who know the lingo he know about the hood he grew up in the hood when he walks into a situation this person whether his intent is to do harm or not because once again we're talking about this long-standing historical dislike and mistrust of the police in black areas even when he walk up his first thought is okay i gotta do some it's bullshit finna go down and you and you have to be able to Play a little bit of human chess And be able to get yourself in a situation To ease a person down And say look I'm not a threat I'm here to help Now you know most most people take that you got the far off left that you say I'm here to help and they still don't give a damn and just won't let you help. But what I keep hearing you saying is the most important thing to being a police officer is number one you have to understand your community. It exactly. helps. It exactly. helps if number you one. look like your community a little bit. Number one, that, right. like
1: you hit that on the head. And I am. I think of it is is that you know, like we when you talked about community policing. To me, community policing is like getting out there, engaging these folks, not when they just call, but you're sitting there, you know, talking to these people, just trying to find out their needs. Like, what would you like for me to do? How would you, and I like when I go to community meetings, I tell people all the time, you know, how can I be a better service to you? Like, you know, I said, don't, don't hold back, you know, because, you know, this is stuff that I want to be able to serve you better. So how can I help you? Now, it's some people that going to get in there and, you know, it is what it is with them. You know, you can't reach them. I understand it. You know, I'm talking to the people that, you know, hey, you know, maybe if y'all did, you know, maybe if y'all did this a little bit more or something like that. I go into those meetings in 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 those communities like, you know, these people need me. It's not like this occupying force because a lot of people... A lot of people feel that way, you know, like, you know, they really do. And, and like, when I, I have conversations about people with this, I, I tell people, you know, you got to understand the history, you know, of the justice system and black folks. Like, I was telling you on the phone about I was just going to go into we, that. When we were talking about the, uh, the lynching, and, you know, when you see them, you know, seeing black people being hung up on a tree and... Their hands are behind their back. Those were handcuffs. Mm. How did you think they got those? How do you think they had handcuffs on them, especially in these small southern towns? When that was like, at, you know, that was the thing to do the whole time. Hey, got a Negro in the, in the, in the cell. The, hey, that was like, it was like a bonfire. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, how do you yep. think, you know, like i, I spoken to people that were little children when that was going on, and now they're 70, 80, 90 years old. And that stuff is, man, that stuff is. It's like it's as if it happened yesterday. Wow! So you can understand why they would feel that way about the police. Is you know, I mean, talk a is. little bit about
0: that experience. A little bit more in detail because you talked about this class and uh, and and. We, just talk about that? Well,
1: back in April, I had a two-day class. It was uh, by the federal government, Department of Justice. About basically, you know, it, it it covered like the the you know the history you know of like you know law enforcement in the African American community. It wasn't like no sugar-coated watered down. It was real in your face fact. The thing that you know I got from it the most. I always knew I was taught this growing up to respect people, mm-hmm. no matter where they come from. But it really drilled that because it it really reinforced that because this is like you know. Even when people are going to jail, give them a voice. They could be a mass murderer. Or right. they're still going to jail. But don't belittle people. Like the it, it was a, you know, it was a two day class. It it, it covered uh like I was telling you about like in other in like other countries, how like some governments use the police to enforce their will on their people. Right. So and, and people in this country feel like The United States government used us as this blunt force instrument of oppression. And, you know, it it, it talked about that. And the thing about the class, it wasn't the class saying that, you know, all y'all wrong. Because sometimes when you get that kind of training, it can be kind of a downer. And then people aren't going to listen. Because this is like, man, basically I'm wrong no matter what. What it's saying is that, man, you know, this is why people feel the way they feel. This is how you can hey Respect these people. Let these people talk. Give them, you know, give them a voice. Even though you know they might be full of it, right? Still, let them let them get that out. And that's basically, you know, some people were like, "Man, you know." I, but me personally, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed right. every minute of it because they, the thing I liked about it most, they used a, uh, a clip from that TV show Drag Me, and it was right. about uh, they had a situation where uh, it was this black couple. They were uh, stopped by the police. They right. Didn't like how the police uh, dealt with them. They come into the precinct to do a complaint. Sergeant Friday explains to them why they were stopped. And once the, he explained to them, which the officers there could, should have done, he explained to them, well, you put it that way, I understand. Sergeant Friday goes and speaks with those officers. You know, like, hey, you know, yeah. what happened with that couple? Well, you know, I pulled them over and dude gave me attitude. Well, did you tell them why you stopped them? No, not really. I didn't really see the point. Sergeant Friday explained to them why they them people felt, they why they gave them attitude. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the dudes didn't want to, like, you know, keep in mind, this is 1960, 1960s, L.A. Right. And, you know, and Sergeant Friday came to roll call and told his other officers, man, look, people don't like being called boy. Right. Quite frankly, I don't like it neither if somebody called me that. Keep in mind, this is the 60s. Right. It's 1960s television. Right, and he's saying that. Right, and this is so. This is like a, like ahead of his time, right. and it probably wasn't probably popular, when you know for Sergeant Friday to get up there. Quite frankly, I don't. And that's the thing that really got me. Like, man, people don't like me and call you know, boy. And you know, if you call me that, I would have a problem with you too. So it, it, you know, it really, you know, and it was a couple other little clips from that episode that you know, even it, it's saying basically even in 1960s. That was going on That can still work now Explain yeah. to people Like you know I hate when people man Pull folks over And you just start Licensing Okay you gonna tell me
0: Right Exactly I mean, stop.
1: Because exactly. a lot of times Because even
0: if it's full of shit Even if the person knows right. They've been doing 90 miles an hour In a 60 mile I zone I would like
1: to know Why I was stop so, Right I mean a lot of times That can alleviate A whole lot of tension You know And if you just like When you go to people's house And you know, it was a situation one time we were trying to uh, get this robbery suspect. He shared his, uh, which of course when people, you know, they wear multiple layers of clothing. He shared his clothes and the shirt fell in front of these people's porch. And folks was kind of like, hey, you know, check that house because, you know, they have a lot of little activity going up. They knock on the door, female come door, the kid, we need to come inside. Why don't you tell them why we're here first? Once, you know, that we told them that, oh, come on, right on in. You know, yeah, you can search the house. You come to my house with a, a hundred cops, demand to get inside, bro, you're gonna get resisted. I don't care who. I don't care right. if you making uh six figures or you making twenty-six, you gonna get please
0: bleed it. Okay, so now now that we're on this situation, let me just go into this. Well um, let me let me ask really? him let me ask him this question. Go ahead, go ahead. Um I wanted to know, do you feel a separation at your job between the white officers and the black officers?
1: I went, you know, and I talked to your brother about that. I wouldn't necessarily say you feel a separation, but the thing that was going on is that, man, people, true sales are really starting to come out. And it's kind, of, that's why I don't do the click thing. Every job I've ever worked at, I never did that. Like, you know, people be like, man, hey, let's go out. I don't do that because, for one, it was just like what you said. So there
0: are clicks You can kind of oh, feel. You, you
1: kind of can feel the, the whole kind of. And it's based of, on race? Like I wouldn't necessarily white say police it's, officers and black police officers? I wouldn't necessarily say it's based on race. I think it's based more on personalities. Right, okay. Because, you know, like. But well, that's might, good to hear. You might have a, the people that, you know, have those real strong, like, A-type personalities. They can only. Deal you with can, each other. You got to be an elite to <laughs> right, really be right, in that circle. Right, right. Then you might have the guys that you know don't say a whole lot. They might have their own little thing going. Then you might have the people that are like in between. So it's kind of like you know more or less like based on like personality, and it's also some of the clears are based on experience. Like, do you, I,
0: do you feel like to the citizens that same scenario? Do you feel a, more of a separation with the citizens and some kind of social angst coming from? The people you stop or the people you, you, you run across in the street—you
1: definitely feel that you know that tension. That because people are pissed it's off. It's going to be tension you know, because
0: the first thing, um, uh, the street, the streets period, is based off of assumption. Whether you are a criminal or whether exactly. you, uh, or whether you a criminal, or whether you a police officer or whether you are a person that's just being pulled over who's just an innocent civilian. The streets are based off of assumption. So when a police officer walks up to a car, and I'm saying this because I want to go somewhere else. When a police officer walks up to a car, he's already got one assumption on his mind because he's trained to have a certain I'm sure you're trained to be ready for whatever's going on. So right. you have this assumption going on. Let me be ready just in case. The person in the car got this assumption, and this police hey. officer just fucking with me. Hey, exactly. So, you so know what I'm saying? So hey, now you got to go in. It's your job to go in and diffuse that and change the scenario. And you may not be able to relax a person, but you can definitely manipulate the situation in your favor. Right. And going into that, I want to say this. Coming from a police officer, getting pulled over, can you please walk the grown-ups through what they're supposed to do?
1: This is what I This is what I do. You know, for one, you know, I don't just immediately hop out the car. Like right. I said, watch. You know, don't just... And how long do you watch? Give him a couple seconds. Okay. So I go up to the car. Hey, first of all, you know,
0: hey, how you doing? Right.
1: You respect.
0: Know, respect. Being polite. Uh, so off the bat Y'all already trying to get there You're already bringing the situation trying down Trying to bring the situation right. down By not being overly aggressive You come to the car with some kind of decency Right Because at, at the end of the day like you know, saying, man, blow at these, least These are human beings Right And what and I, what the, I want to be treated as such Right So you walk up to the car you've already, You're have already walking up to the car You're giving your two seconds of observation What should in the, the person in the car How should they be What
1: To me You know My thing of it is Is that you want people You want people to be calm. Right. Because I've had people that, man, have made me very nervous. Okay. So where should my hands
0: be? You pulled me over. Where should my hands be?
1: At least where I can see him. You know, it can be Like on the steering steering wheel. wheel. I had one dude, he put his uh, hands on the roof. Like, look, you know, I had another dude, he put him out the window. Right. And I was just, once I get to the car, like, hey, man, relax, you know. Hey, how you doing?
0: Okay. So you prefer, so, so. There's a mutual understanding on both ends that both of them, let you relax. Right. I, I got to put it. you at ease because my hands are on Because
1: if, you, if you're if you nervous, then it's like, okay, uh, like, what I mean, this dude, what, he got a kilo in the trunk? Right. Well, I mean, you doing know, so it's, you know, I got to get you. Don't get me wrong. I ain't saying throw caution to the wind. Right. But, hey, man, you know, relax. Hey, this is why I stopped you. Okay. From there, you know, hey, you got drive license. Insurance. I'm going to give you an example.
0: I'm going to throw you a curveball. You have to drive a license. Officer, I have a gun. Okay, cool. Where is it at? Uh, it's on my left, it's on my, uh, left hip.
1: Okay, I'll tell you what. Hey, just put your hand on the steering wheel, and I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you this notepad. Write down your uh, name, dirty social. Okay. That way your hands are occupied. So okay. we ain't got to worry about, you know, okay. you see what I'm
0: saying? Right, right. It's
1: like, and I, I tell people, and I've had people do it, man, people went, hey.
0: Now, is that something they teach you? To occupy their hands, or did you come up with that on your own?
1: Honestly, I I got with some old heads.
0: Okay, and they put and, you up on like the unwritten rules. They came. The game yeah, of being I got a police with some,
1: I got I got with some great old heads, and okay. I was and I was man training. I was extremely blessed with some very great guy, white and black. Okay, and they put me up on it. Now that ain't you know necessarily in the the manual, but. But you're playing human chess. You, right. You, you, they put me, they put me up. They put me up on it. Like I tell you what, he got a gun that's cool, you know, just so it won't be no misunderstanding on both parties. Hey, I'ma give him this. That way his hands are occupied. Now, okay,
0: now after you okay, now you I got the notepad, I'm writing down my information. Right. Now what? what now, do you do?
1: I'm, now I'm going on good faith that you giving me your right name. Cause sometimes you got people you daddy, give me dad and brother name. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving you and I ask him, hey, is this your real information? Well, I got my wallet right here. Don't worry about it. You got your, you know, you got your pistol. You got your, uh, you got your permit. Okay. You know, all right, cool, whatever. Once I can get them to here, we can, we can move forward.
0: All right. Now you go into the car um, and it, do you know, I don't know if I'm, t- I'm telling industry secret right now, but do you know if it's the right or wrong information when you run it through?
1: But, well, a lot of times that's where it comes, where I have to investigate. Like, you know, cause I ask them, you know. Hey, have you ever had a draw Have you ever been to jail? Right. Because a lot of times, you know, those are records, or on file. So let's say I get back to the car, you know, dispatch runs that ain't coming back, not on file. Okay. If he's been to jail, he should have a a file. Right. So now it's like I got to dig a little bit deeper. Hey, and I ask him again, like, and I and I explain to people because I've had people lie to me and wind up getting felonies for some of the stupidest reasons. Right. Because they think they got a warrant, and I'm like, you know. I tell them like, what you think is is a felony? Nah, no, it's just traffic. I say, look here, who who is it? with? it might be with some little smart. I'm like, man, look, I'm in this department. I don't care nothing about no none of they, cause they ain't finna probably come get you no way. Just be straight with me. And a lot of times, you know, my thing of it is like I say, you know, don't tell these people something that you can't do, because right. people gonna, you know they going to remember that. So my thing of it is with you know with, with with traffic stops, man, you know, not throwing caution to the wind, but don't go in there like you in Afghanistan and it's an IED.
0: Right. You know right. what I mean? Right.
1: And because you can So make you got
0: to approach the situation as a police officer. You have to approach that situation with caution and respect. Exactly. Because that's a tactic from what I'm listening to you say. That's a tactic within itself. That's just as effective as pepper spray or tasers and approaching somebody with respect. Exactly. You may not even have to use all that from what I'm deciphering. So, that's the first line of communication that. and defense, man, if you will.
1: you got to have it. If you don't have it, you going to mess around here and talk yourself into an asshole. And I've didn't And I, seen, and i done, I've seen it happen. Like, because you got some people out there prior to all this happening, man, they don't give a fuck about no uniform.
0: Right, like, you right, know, right, like, right. man,
1: hey, like, you a man just, hey, you yeah. know, they didn't been to prison. They, yeah, they didn't fight. They didn't whoop C.O.'s ass, yeah. So I mean, you know, like, hey, so you can you can talk you just
0: one more nigga in the uniform.
1: Hey, <laughs> you can talk yourself into an ass whoop, right,
0: right, right, right? But you can and also but you want to avoid you can,
1: that. You can talk yourself out of an ass whooping too. You right. might you might can whoop that dude ass, but why 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 do that?
0: Right? And does that fear knowing that they can possibly as a police officer get the ass whooped? Does that fear, in your opinion, kind of? Uh, Make them resort to lethal
1: and that's what I think what, results. what, what it might be going on with some people is because like I see it a lot kind of tended like make like with older officers, they kinda they can be kinda chill.
0: You know, okay. like you know veterans, they they can they've kinda, been there didn't, before. I done
1: been through like especially say them guys that police doing the eighties. Man, I, I done whooped ass, did all that, ran, chased people, so I ain't I ain't here for this. Right, right.
0: Like they got it out of their system in a way. Yeah,
1: it's like, man, you know, look, I'm just trying to make it to retirement. I ain't here for all these. You see what I'm saying? Mm. The problem with what you see, and I think kind of- And I'm
0: glad you brought that up because in the uh, Philando Castile uh, uh, murder, because that's exactly what it was, a murder, the Chinese American cop, he was a Chinese American cop that wow. shot Philando Castillo. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, or at least that's what she said in the live stream when she was recording him being murdered. Um, but anyway, my point is he was a new cop for like four years, five years, something like that. He was new. I'm not going to put a number on it, but he was less than five years in the game of being a police officer. And from what I hear you saying, it's more likely that an unseasoned rookie cop would make that mistake I versus think, a veteran. I so think, was the – um, and then you can say what you was going to say. The uh, officer in the Freddie Gray – was the Freddie Gray or the – um. The guy that got choked out, William Gardner. William, yeah, because Freddie Gray was the truck. You get all of them confused after they happened so long. Right, exactly. But uh, William Gardner, um, when he got choked out, would you say that that was a rookie move?
1: I think, man, with the problem you have, and sometimes with you know with law enforcement, you know, and after you know, because I didn't I didn't say this until after all the facts that came out. Mm-hmm. That dude had like. I guess like a history of just getting hands on with people. Right. And I think sometimes, man, dude, you know, I got to tell people, man, don't be no meathead. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and because that, you know, that will be your demise. And my thing of it is that in a situation like that, I've had to take down larger suspects, but I've had sense enough to have strength and numbers. You get an arm, you get an arm, boom, we can get them handcuffed, my training, I was never trained to use it. Now I don't know about, I know training everywhere isn't the same, right? But I don't know nothing about that. All right. the time you do that is when it's just like accident circumstances, where you know, when with them through your gun, your maze, all that you ain't got. Hey, and this dude finna kill you. And the
0: dude finna kill you, right?
1: Now I don't know who or where he got that from. Maybe he didn't. Hey, I'm to this my own training. I'm going to do, but. I just felt like it wasn't called for, right? You know, and 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 my thing of it is like I remember when it was like these strings of death of where people were being they were dotted di- they were again I'm gonna be careful with my words I don't want to condemn nobody because I don't I wasn't there right, you know when you had people that had these deaths in custody you know it was like uh, it was like very disturbing because I'm like man you know it's like the umpteen time. Yeah. somebody didn't died in custody and my thing of it is i know when taking people to jail it can be kind of a traumatic experience and they can like freak out it can be i remember it was a dude uh he had went to federal prison so i'm like man you know this little city stuff you should be like but dude was like really freaking he was really freaking out later on we found out uh he had just swallowed cocaine wow you know, like, because I, I knew he had swallowed something because he had, like, some little, like, white residue on it. But I'm like, man, he could have been eating powdered donuts. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right. But I knew he, you know, he had just, and then, you know, luckily, you know, was able to get him medical treatment and get him rested. Later on, I was like, yeah, he had, you know, his lung had almost collapsed.
0: Woo. So the cocaine in his system, do you think that had him wired up?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, you know, because, like, and that's another thing I tell people. I say, nowadays, man, we living in a generation of geekers.
0: Right. Like, because
1: right. everybody getting high, everybody, you know, so. Yeah. molly. That, 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 cocaine. that, that goes into, you know, with some of these deaths, I think that can kind of, with you taking them drugs and then the distress the of, man, I'm going to jail, that can be a deadly combination. Right. So, you know. Yeah, because you, know, you would think that.
0: Getting a person into custody, getting them into the car, you would think that would be the end of the scenario. Right, you're, it's done, you're done, but that's a whole another level of the game that people don't even think about. Because,
1: and, and the thing, like, I tell people, you know, is this right here whenever somebody dies in police custody, it's going to be suspicious, and you should, you know, like, wait a minute, he was in custody. I've had a dude, man, in the car one day, I'll take him to jail on the way, jail, dude, just in you know, there, he was, went from jail. Man, fuck you, y'all and shit, I'm going to beat your ass down. Right All of a sudden, dude, geez. I'm like, I heard him stop the car. Right. Come to find out he was he was fucking with me. Man, I ain't think you killed. Hell yeah, I care you still in my custody. You you're still my responsibility.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So, I mean, I'm like, dude, seriously, chill with it. Because something was really going, I'm, but I didn't call the medics. I'm like, man, like, hold up. Wow. You know what I'm saying? He, he was ca- faking? Yeah, he was. Man, Dang. He, I, ain't, I ain't think you killed. Like, that joke was just, I ain't think you killed, man.
0: What was he doing? Faking dead or a seizure? What was he doing? That joke was just like, he. He went from cussing him out, then he just went out. That joke just, just
1: went out. And then I'm like, damn, I don't see this dude chest rising. Shit. And wow. I'm sitting there like, man it, 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 man, it scared the shit out of me. Because I'm like, and this was before all this stuff was going on. Right. I'm like, barely got my year in. So I'm wow. in this motherfucker like, man, hold up. Like, bro, let me go ahead and get. Let everybody know what where I'm at, well, what's going on, because and, you know I I done had that even with with female I'm, I'm transporting the female. Like one day it was a girl, um, man, she had like a shitload of fucking like warrants, and I'm like, are you gonna have to go, cause you ain't finna you ain't finna, you ain't finna get this cleared up." Then she had like twenty. Wow. And she started crying and all that, man. I'm taking her to the jail. Probably like from where I, I got her to the jail, it's probably maybe eight minutes. But you know, she crying and hey, can we work this out? Maybe I don't know where you from, but hey, we this ain't Mexico. <laughs> and somehow the girl damn near got nicked. Wow, man, I do. I wish that car had warp drive. I'm trying to hurt you because I'm like, hey, yeah, I don't want you saying. Because it, it happened It right. has happened Right Well you know
0: And you didn't have A female officer with you was just you no and her I female officer with me So then, you're vulnerable then. as hell and then the As the a police then the, officer the car
1: The car was in Was like Raggedy as shit And none of the Like recording equipment It's funny that I would get The car that day Where none yeah. of the cameras Don't damn work So right, you think right. She gonna try to dump A rape charge like, man, on you Hey I could man I damn near I, I think I ran a light Just to hurry up And get her to You know Because, of course, you have to give your, when you got a female in the car, you have to give your beginning mileage. And then when you get to your destination, you have to give your end mileage. So, I knew I was good on that because everything is being timed, but I don't even want it to be an idea because sometimes an accusation to an officer, it can be just as damaging as a conviction. yeah So, that's just like, you know, like you've had um, officers that have been accused of, uh, you know, child molestation and come to find out. It wasn't true but that's it. but it's people, already out there. people are, gonna look, out you, there. People are did, gonna look at you people are gonna look at you different so right. you know it, yeah a uh,
0: court of public opinion man is it's, it's worse than it's worse than actually going to court so do you get more disrespect from white citizens or black citizens
1: it's funny because when I first started I would go to call and deal with black citizens they would tell me I want a white office
0: because wow. when you they know can, why
1: when they couldn't get their way like when it's something they thought was gonna
0: Oh, they thought you a brother. You supposed to hook them right. up, ah, you know? So, right, right, right.
1: Man, well, I want a white house because you don't know what the hell you' are talking about. Okay. Okay. Cool. Now it's like I had saw on Facebook people were saying, "Well, we need more black police officers. I was like, "Well, damn."
0: Y'all don't respect <laughs> the ones. You, <laughs> you know got. what I'm
1: saying? I mean, you know, I was like, man, when I first started, I used to tell people, tell me they won't they feel more comfortable having the white house at the house. Wow. So it's like, which one is it? You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's, it's kind of like you know
0: they like, want a black police officer as long as he you know giving chances and giving. A hook. Oh, I'm gonna let you slide with these ten pounds. weed. don't say nothing, brother. Right? Like you, you and, know. And, and,
1: and the thing that's like you know I see that's crazy now though is like man, I've gotten support for some of the like most unlikely places. I had a dude one day I take him to jail. He was going. He had a felony warrant, and he was gonna go sit down for a while, and. He was like, man, bro, you know, it, it's so crazy out here in these streets, man. You know, honestly, I'm glad you got me because I'm ready to get, you know, get this off of me. I'm ready to move on with my life. Bro, just be careful. Most of the time, I've had people that say that, and it kind of be like more like a little underlying threat. Right, But right. this dude was really sincere. So it was kind of like, I was like, man, what the fuck is really going on in the streets when this dude finna go downstate? And he had he, And he like, man, you know. Man, I appreciate you, bro. You know what I'm saying. And I was just like, man, what's really, you know, what's really brewing in these streets? If he, if this man is saying that, and must it, be rough. It must be something. I, I got a look. I'm like, man, I need to, uh, <laughs> man, I, I need to go, go sit down somewhere. Cause if this man is saying, and this dude, his whole life he he ran the streets, so right. he know the streets, right. And if he's saying that. It, I need to be, man, like, what's really going y'all got on?
0: Some, y'all got some paperwork for me to do? Right. I, I know, mean, right?
1: so it's it's like, man, like, I tell people, you know, man, the bottom line of it is, is this. When you show these people respect, yeah, you might have had to take them to jail. I done had people, man, bro, I appreciate you. Like, they see, they see me out when I'm with my family. Because most of the time, I've never really had a situation where somebody saw me in public and it's game time. It ain't been nothing but because people see that respect. Like, even when I'm talking to them, I talk to them about, like my grandma told me, life ain't nothing but choice. And, you know, and my thing of it is, is that, you know, man, respect people, period. Because I want to be respected. Man, I got a big thing with people yelling at me. Yeah. I know some people that instantly would just yell. Like, I got it, man. I got into it with a supervisor one day about it. I said, man, look here. We all over 21 here. I'm not hard to work with. I come to work, I know what was I know what's required of me, I know my job. You don't have to yell at me. Right, right, right. And it was like, you know, now she fed three. Okay. And I see how a city you know, how a police, like say if you have a, you know, a citizen getting it back to him. Now you feel, okay.
0: That you gotta give it back now also. Now I gotta do something. Because okay.
1: if I don't do nothing, I'm gonna look like a punk.
0: Okay, so, so you don't want to lose the upper hand, right? As a you know, I mean,
1: right. So I, and I see how that can get people in trouble. Okay, so that's why I say, man, you know, when you dealing with people, come, you know, some don't. Don't get me wrong; it's some people this ain't gonna work with. You. Some yeah. people just gonna be like, man, you know, some fuck people you. gonna be irate no matter fuck what. You. I don't give, mad I you can see here, you can be giving me a hundred dollars. I don't give a damn about you. Fuck you. So, I understand that, but you can't treat everybody like those people.
0: Right. Let me, very uh, let me switch gears just for a second because you brought up something yesterday that I wanted to talk about on the show. Uh, can you talk about those misconceptions that people have Man. about police officers? Let's just clear those up.
1: Like, one, one, I think it's a couple of them, and I think that it, that's fun. One thing that really kind of like, it really irks me to my core is when you go somewhere and you see a mother with children, if you don't be bad. I'ma I'm get him take you to jail. Stop telling people, stop telling your kids that shit. Right. Please stop telling them that. When no. I was growing up, hmm. we was being bad. Hey, I'ma put my foot in y'all ass. Right. It wasn't no such thing as, you know, especially with smaller children. Because man, people get a kick out of it when they see the police and the kids be crying out, man. Don't do that to them kids, man. Right. Please don't, especially with what's going on. Especially black people, please, for the love of God, please stop telling your kids that. If anything, man. Put your, put your put your foot in there behind. But please, people, if, I, if you don't get nothing else out of this show, please stop doing that because that it, it's been studies that have been done on, like, psychologically, how that makes up kids. So please stop doing it. If you don't do nothing else, stop doing it. All right. it's, well, it's this other misconception about with these edge weapons, knives or whatever you want to call them, that – we get trained to shoot stuff out of people's hands. If anybody (laughs) has, if anybody, I mean, and when people that say stuff like that, I can tell they've had no kind of firearms trained. They've never even shot a gun. Like if you ever went to the range, those paper targets, Uh they're shaped, they're like, the target is large for a reason. Right. Like, you know, we're taught to aim center mass because that's the biggest part of your body. Right. I told one lady, she was like, why y'all couldn't just shoot the knife out of his hand? I said, mm-hmm. ma'am, you've been walking on way too much walk of Texas Range. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. just say if I could do that, that bullet still has to go somewhere. So let's just say we're in a parking lot, and a dude got a knife, and I shoot the knife out of his hand. And that bullet bounced off the blade and hit a bystander. I'm still accountable for that bullet.
0: Yeah. Right, right. So, it's just far-fetched and ridiculous.
1: And I think that's where most of the people, man, I deal with, they're great people. I think they're only really, like you said, you are a law abiding cities. The only really contact you really have with police for real is TV right. and movies. Right. So, and you see, like, especially the 80s were like bad. Now I look at, I even look at t- cop shows different now. And I just be like, man, I don't even want to watch this because this is, you know, like, the 80s were bad with them, with them, with them, like, real kind of like cheesy cop movies. And it's just like, man, dude, that's just not real. Right. Like, I mean, shooting stuff out of people's hand, and, you know, like shooting tires out of, our policy, that's a no-no. Right. H- hanging out the window of a of a moving car shooting, it's a no-no. Right. It's a right. quick. You Hey, shooting might have been good, but guess what? you fired. Wow. Because, you know, you violated policy. Right. So, as the older I get, and I look at, I remember when I was younger, I was like, man, these policies suck. They don't want us to do nothing but now the older that I get and I see you know with the policy They're in is place for here, a reason the policy is actually here to protect me. right so you know and a lot of times in some of these in, in these incidents with these officers like the criminal part they may not have been found been you know it wasn't enough to indict but they still get fired and people be like well you know that's guilt right there Did they nah, they got fired because they violated the policy
0: Right, right. So
1: you know, and and and, and it like I, I tell people, you gonna be in law enforcement, man. You better know your policy. If you don't know it, you better not do. Like I tell people all the time, if you don't know what the hell you're doing, leave it alone.
0: Right, right.
1: Because like oh. uh, you know, a lot of times uh, with younger officers, and that's why I think you know the training you know can always be improved It can always be updated. Cause when you're a younger officer, man, you have this great amount of pressure to. You know, you you want to show people that you can do this job, but you want to show the public, hey, I got to do... And that's why a lot of young girls get in trouble, you know, because they feel like, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, no matter what, I have to do something. And sometimes it can be the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Like, just like with the uh, the situation that happened in... Uh, like, prime example, uh, the situation at the pool park last year in Texas.
0: Yeah, the uh, female...
1: Right. I, uh... I know what a rowdy kid is. I can go right now and drive and show you what it. Is. I know some that situation. The young lady wasn't rude, disrespectful. She was moving with what my grandma called a slow bop, but they're <laughs> mo- right. moving. Right, they're doing like when when I first saw it, and when they, when they seen the police, them kids were running. They're doing yeah. my work for me. Now it kind of made them dudes look. Like keystone cops when they were running behind them kids and they falling and all that stuff man what's a keystone i'm just gonna I, say I, it, it's this term we have like it was like this old like silent movie from like the 20s right where you had these police officers they just running around they trying to chase this dude the bad guy just making them look ridiculous right like everybody it ain't no kind of organization they just running into each other and you know and so on so i, I call them you know keystone cops right um
0: Like you know, this nigga's a real police officer. Like, I mean, he 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 used some terms in this show. I'd be like, putting this up on guys, dude, a real police officer. Like, you old cop ass nigga, you. Well, let me let me ask you this, man. Um, In the black community, especially in hip hop, really in a lot, it's really in black culture for the most part. But anyway, I digress. My point is this: there's a very anti police sentiment. In the black culture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very yeah. fuck the police attitude. We talked
1: about that yesterday in with the, the black NW, culture. NWA and right, NWA, right. You know, right. We went to go and, see a movie and all that.
0: And I wanna know how does it feel to be a young, black, African American in that culture? Do do you get called a traitor for being a police officer? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you get flat for being I mean,
1: you know, I get like I see, you know, and I can honestly say these. I've gotten fair more support than, you know, that right there. You know, and my thing, I guess it has a lot to do with people knowing that I, you know, I'm showing them respect. Right. You know, and that's what, that's all people want, man. You know, if you know, you, you know, you, res- get them the respect. You know, they could be the most worthless, but show them the respect. That's what right, people, people right. I mean, they may not come and say it but that's what they want they want to be respected like right. i grew up on hip hop like i can remember like when and it's crazy now i can i can you know I look back and i can tell my son is you know like i remember when like with radio stations they only gave it like 1 hour for rap music and right. everybody right. was waiting that whole day for that 1 hour right and now it's like man you got radio stations dedicated Strictly the everybody hip-hop.
0: plays hip hop, dude. I can remember when they remember when they used to cut the rap part out of the R and B song. Right? Yeah, I remember. That's how. Yeah,
1: I remember them and, days. man. You know, and now, and whether you're white or black, Hispanic or whatever, hip hop is the, the music of the young people. Right. And my thing over there, I still listen to. It. Like some people, are like, man, you know, how could you listen to that? And you know, I'm like, hey man, because officer. I don't, I don't take it. It's entertainment
0: right right
1: that's what that's the way now sometimes i i try to tell people man with some of these celebrities you know they got to be careful with what they're saying because you know people you got these young gullible fans that'll take it and just run with it Mm -hmm. but i grew up off of it i don't know It, it it will always be a part of me like man i still listen to nwa Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like what I told you yesterday about it, when we went to the movie with my wife to go see it in the scene where they was at the studio and that black cop, how the way he treated. Them. Right. Right. And man, that really hurt me to my core, because I said, unfortunately, you have some that do that. Right. And it's just like, man, dude, Yeah, you can you can do your job without calling them boy. And, you know, man, go to your master. And all. You can you can still be respectful. Without doing all that,
0: because there are black and white cops that disrespect the badge and their authority.
1: And like for like, point like prime example, you know. And again, you know, um, you know, it's trial and error, you know, learning. Um, I had went to a a call one day with a a guy, and um, he's from LA, mm-hmm. and uh. I wasn't even looking for him. Like, I was trying to find a young lady. It was was like some little miscellaneous call. Right. The young lady lived at the house that he was standing in front of. And I uh, was walking to the house, and I spoke like, man, what's up, man? Dude was ready to fight. And I couldn't quite understand it until once, you know, I got him to calm down. Wow. And he explained, he was just like, you know, where he's from, when a cop say that, it's all some, pop. Something to go down.
0: Right, right.
1: And I was just like, "Wow, man!" Like, and it, it kind of, you know, it blows my mind when I talk to people from like other like cities and other states and how their interaction is with the police. And it's just like, you know, I'm not naive and be like, "Man, you know, everybody doing what they are supposed to be doing." And every, and, you know, but it just it really kind of blows my mind. It's like, man, you know, like people really operate like that. It's some people, man, like they're like terrified. Right. When they see that white or blue or black car, man, it's like
0: how I am with clowns. Wait a minute, stop. Wait a minute, stop. You stop. You. Bro, I don't mess with no clowns. You don't, you don't like clowns, dog? Bro,
1: kill a clown from outer space. <laughs> yeah, hey, you a police officer.
0: Bro, I don't, man. And you take down criminals on a daily basis. It, you, exactly. you deal with murderers. That's how niggas feel about police. You deal with murderers, drug dealers, rapists, exactly. gang members, but you. That's
1: a, Hey, that's a phobia. That's like, where you, you draw know, the line at the cloud. Fo- <laughs> police is a phobia too. <laughs> Wow. Like, man, yeah. just seeing them is a folk with me. Man, I, I, I go run up in the trap house for I go, man, I just man, for you fuck with Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> man, I don't do like, man, it's it just that that movie, and I know it's a movie, but it just did that and eat. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Did, that that sealed the deal for me because it, it, it's like, man, you know what, it's just something. Extremely creepy about so, somebody that A ghetto. lot of people So all you drug dealers
0: All you drug dealers on the streets bro. That, that, if how you, you don't do. want officer grown up To bother you Your whole operation All y'all Bruh, need to dress like it. clowns You can sell a lot of dope If all y'all just dress that's, like clowns and That's
1: it bro I don't man I don't man, Seriously I do not Man I do not fool with no clowns bro Like the whole idea of dressing up And making balloon animals And all that
0: Nah, covering just, up your face, and, bro.
1: Just stay away, stay over there with it. That's like, when, you know, that's when you might get shot. Like <laughs> I, 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 tell my my wife, he, he he ain't doing no clown birthday. Like we just, I, you know, and and, and lately I, uh, I had a situation with a birthday party one time. The the boy had Spiderman, right? And this was like a very weird, the form looking Spiderman, and hmm. I was like, man, I'm sitting there saying, I'm a grown man. I'm like, you know what? I can see how this can be terrifying to a child. But at the same time, how I'm, I'm looking at that, I can see how that can be with people in Right. especially with right. black folk. And that's why I try to do, not saying, like I said, throw my own safety to the side, but I try to do whatever I can like to hate
0: To keep everybody safe, listen, including yourself.
1: This what I'm here for. You know, like, and so my thing of it is, is that what I want people to know is this right here, you know, Cause people are been saying, well, why aren't the good cops speaking up? They're doing it, but you just can't get out there and get on a microphone, and because it's consequences too. You know, like people have, people have lost their job and then some. Right. You know, so right. it's we. It's just like it ain't like any other. We have to go about doing it in a different way. Right. Like I tell people, and I tell my sergeant, and I say it in the front of them again, bro. If I feel like you racist, you unsafe. You unethical. I don't want you around me because I'm gonna make it uncomfortable for you. If I have to go and put you on blast, if the, the brass won't do it, I will. Right. I just take that, I take that ill. I can't like I was telling you about um like beating so uh confessions out of people. If I witness that, I gotta go. I have to turn this stuff in. I'm not gonna be a part of that, period. Right. I'm yeah. not I'm just not gonna do that because you're a part of the problem. Matter of fact, you're worse than the problem. Because of me of all people, I should know better. Like I was telling you about my cousin, the hostile black dude. Man, every time I deal with these folks, I think about him. And, you know, he's had like a big influence on my life to, you know, well uh, respecting people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I was out there doing it, you know, dude, you worse. Because you you of all people should know better. That's just like the question that you asked me earlier today. Um, uh, you know. I understand where that gentleman was coming from with right, that. I do. Right. But this is my response to that. Let's just say if uh, Obama had that attitude, right. why would I want to be president when this country? Did my people so wrong?
0: Right. Right.
1: You wouldn't even have. You wouldn't Obama. get nowhere. You wouldn't get no Obama. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So if we want that change, like I said, we got to get out there. We have to be the change. So that's what I tell people when people be like, man, you know, how could you be doing that the way people, man, you know, I want to be here to make i want to be the difference because like at the end of the day when the dust settles and you know like what i'm hearing right now is revolution <laughs>